about you guys but uh i'm not really looking to spend any more weekends at wanda's to be quite honest so uh yeah but ladies and gentlemen welcome to the vigilante 1939 podcast i am dick zanik and as always i'm joined by nico caruso and his father nicholas caruso senior and 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 in a later part of the show we're going to be joined by a very very special guest Rob Myers from Everybody Loves the Drake and Everybody Loves Young Justice. So yeah, we're gonna awesome. we're gonna crank through our typical WandaVision review and then we're gonna kind of transition Rob into the show a little bit later. But before we get through all that, we are part of the Let's Go Podcast Network, Pop Culture Without the Pop. And we're very, very excited to be here because we have a great, great show in store for you guys. But gentlemen, how are you guys doing? good um i'm i i agree with your opening statement here i'm not i'm looking to be at wanda's for the weekend but after the events recently i'm not sure if that's where i need to be how about you dad no i like wanda <laughs> even, even in even in her um so-called villainous form getting a little nervous. i'll still spend the weekend there yeah i'd be on her side she wouldn't have to worry about me wow. she can she could put me under her mind control mr zednick i wonder it's if it's okay. uh I don't know if it's so simple as there's just no. I know that. One of course. She. No, hold no, on. I know. As just one she. I don't know if it, there's just yeah. one Wanda we're dealing with here. Ooh, but I don't want to spoil that. Oh, hey oh, hey oh, hey now. I don't know if there's just one Wanda. Hey now. I don't know. I burned my oh, tongue. Man. Coffee, by the way. <laughs> if, if Nico, everything talking, I say hurts. If Nico starts talking funny, he just burned his tongue. Everything out. I say hurts. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, I guess uh, we're just the king of segways here. So. uh if you've been following us for the past four weeks, we've been starting off with WandaVision, and that's what we're going to do this week yet again until episode nine. So uh, episode five, guys, uh, right off the bat, let's just get like jump right in into it because I don't really know how to. Well, first of all, you have you have a tweet that went viral. So read your tweet because I think it sums up all our thoughts perfectly. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're I going simply... viral. If anyone does not know while you look for it, Nick, if, if, if nobody knows <laughs> Zenick put out a masterful tweet um, about his thoughts on WandaVision and, and the most and, generic uh, tweet ever. <laughs> I don't think so, man. I, I, I think it's, I, I think it hit well. I think it conveys sort of our feeling on mm-hmm. show pretty well. So what is it? So what does it say? Again? Yeah. I mean, I, I personally just said, I mean, WandaVision, like every, like for the past five weeks has really just felt like appointment television. And yeah. it's like, especially this episode more than any, it really felt like I was subconsciously, transporter to a theater just watching this and it, i mean it's and it's like the way that they wheeled in like all the performances the tone the past like the sitcom feel and then moving it over to present day i mean it's really like the most bold and creative thing the mcu's ever done and you know what yet again they're changing the game mm-hmm, thank mm-hmm, you what i said mm-hmm. i love how you wanted to highlight 
a few things. I love how you highlighted the boldness and the creativity because us three have said that now for weeks now. It, it's 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 the most fresh thing they've done. It's the most unique thing they've done. And like you said perfectly, they're changing the game again. We both have sort of talked about the idea of it does feel like an appointments style thing, even better than the Mandalorian did, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking, I think this feels like on the level of Game of Thrones did where we're all, you need to watch it on that Friday or else you miss out. There's talk, there's theories, there's stuff's going around. The The Mandalorian was more simple. It mm-hmm. was hype and the Luke Skywalker and the Boba Fett and Ahsoka reveals those can't be topped in a way, mm-hmm. but just the way you watch an episode of WandaVision and there's so much to talk about. There's so many theories, there's so many characters and it's just charming as all hell. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. just great. Dad's sort of initial thoughts. Yeah. Of- I mean, it's appointment TV. I just, I just don't dig the 2 a.m. appointment. Um, I just wish it was on just a little bit earlier if it came on about midnight our time or 11 o'clock our time because uh, yeah. the next day is rough, but it is well worth it. Mm. And this show is continues to set. I'll tell you what, this show, I think I said it in my tweet. It's really something special. Okay. They're going places that they haven't gone before. And depending on how the landing gets stuck, which I have full faith it will, this this story is legendary. This is going to be the stuff that legends are talked about. Mm. And not to get too far out in front of ourselves, but a lot of the stuff that follows, I'm sure, is going to be great. I, I have no doubt MCU is going to deliver. But, boy, this thing here is going to be really hard to top. In five episodes in, we've got roughly two and a half to three hours of content. It's masterful. I can't wait till it's over so I could go back and watch. I, I might watch the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. In a weekend. That's how good it is. That's how riveting mm-hmm. it is. So it's it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. The the performances continue to get better. The stakes yeah. continue to get higher. The mystery, even when you think you know and they, they kind of revealed some things going on, it's deeper than ever. Yeah. So it's it's absolutely thrilling, gentlemen. Thrilling TV, television. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. So uh here's what I think we'll do because I think this was obviously the most story heavy episode that we got right so let's kind of break this up into like parts i guess in terms of reveal so for me like i don't know if you guys want to start about like start with the dark turn of wanda do you want to talk about the reveal of vision's body do you want to talk about the end let's Let's kind of break this up into parts a little bit let's start with the wanda stuff because right away that's put on full display they have the sort of archived footage of wanda breaking in the sword uh, and stealing vision's body um, as we know, he always says he he always has said he didn't want his body to be used as a weapon. So in, in a way, I think she's protecting that. In a way, I think she's grieving. Part of me, and I won't get into this later. Part of me thinks that is not a red herring, but it's definitely supposed to throw us one way because I think the reveal of either Wanda's state of mind or who Wanda actually was in that footage is not the the typical wanda our normal wanda i think there's more going on but that was big you know paul bettany said we're going to see what happens to vision's body at the end of you know last episode we see that sort of with the hole in his head and his gray blank eyes we're like oh man is his body really being animated and you sort of find out yeah Yeah. she she has his body Mm -hmm. in there so dad how how about your takeaway on that yeah now we're talking just about the vision's body you mean yeah that, yeah. That reveal? Mm-hmm. yeah that's great that footage was was cool because again i i said too that i saw him in the interviews explain that we would find out and we did 
I happen to agree with Nico. I don't think she's of her own mind when she's doing that. We'll get into that a little bit, but I do believe that she is conflicted and not quite sure of what's going on herself. But, but again, that, that stuff's going to be revealed, but it makes perfect sense to me. Now he doesn't want to be used as a weapon, but unfortunately I do think that that, that is the ulterior motive mm-hmm. of not Wanda, but mm-hmm. the forces that are working with, or within most likely against Wanda. We'll see. Yeah. How about you, Nick? Uh, this, that one was like absolutely chilling. I mean, right off the bat, like if you weren't scared of Wanda, I mean, how are you not scared of her? Like just in that scene alone. I mean, obviously to see the reveal of Vision's body. And then what catches me off guard is kind of what we maybe already knew was that it's Vision, but it's not really Vision because he says like he has no memory of mm-hmm. anything that's happened before the sitcom. So it's, I guess in a way, it's what we've said along. It's like, it's vision to her, but it's not our vision. It's not the Avengers vision. So I thought that one was fascinating. And then even like the end of like the episode where it's like, you see the end credits in the sitcom and then it just keeps going and going, mm-hmm. you know? So I thought that one, and then it's like yeah. Tom King's vision. I'm like, because, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's clearly in this episode more, more so than not, we've, we've been teased that she doesn't have complete control. There's other entities going And this episode fully shows you that. I like when you brought up, um, vi- we should sort of transition into vision, starting to figure it out. He's starting to realize he fully realizes that nothing is what it seems. He, um, he does that thing where he's, he's able to wake norm up for a second. And that was cool. Norm is like, he has to call his wife or his sister. He's in pain. It hurts. He needs to be freed from her. Still don't think her necessarily means Wanda. Um, but Vision f- figured it out. Shout out to Paul Bettany. I mean, Olsen's been th- the MVP. I still think she is. But Paul Bettany, after an episode of not seeing him too much in four, he dialed it up really, really well. And like you said, Nick, the credits try the roll at the end of the episode. Vision doesn't let it happen. Yeah, those yeah. credits stop, and then the episode keeps going. So, uh, Dad, talk a little bit about the, the vision when yeah. he starts figuring it out. The great thing, one of the great lines there too, is when he says how he wakes up every day, and and he, they're kind of in a new setting. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's kind of it's coming to him, and he and he's just kind of going with it. It's pretty interesting, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like he's not really, he's almost not questioning with it, but he's at he's at his breaking point because he is trying to figure out what's going on, and. My favorite scene is the so-called lover's quarrel that they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's Paul Bettany at his best. And I, I love that scene because he's really angry. And mm-hmm. she just continues to kind of, she doesn't seem concerned at all with his anger. It's really kind of neat. She just kind of continues to, to tell him things and to, to try to throw him off. But then there is that big reveal where she's not sure either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But her, her kind of soothing, like, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. Basically telling him, just go along with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about anything. So it's, again, this episode, one of the things that stood out for me was all that. And then the fact that you do, it's the first time we see both the reality play in mm-hmm. and then mm. this fake reality or this fabrication that she's created. So a little Arnold Palmer of an episode. Yeah, half and half. Little half and a little half and half. You got a little iced tea and a little lemon. <laughs> a little lemon. A That's incredible. Does that um, your thoughts on sort of that vision reveal that he's sort of figuring it out and he kind of he doesn't have it all figured out, but what he knows for sure is this ain't 
this oh, ain't right. Real quick, yeah. Nick, do your thing. But the other cool thing is when he says to her, how come there's no other kids Oh yeah, in Western? Oh, but I, I want you to give your thought, Nick, but yeah. I, I didn't want us to forget about that because that's a that's a big line in there. That's a that's a big line because, I mean, I think I remember when I said a few episodes, it's that you're only seeing half of the shots technically. Like you're not seeing the whole landscape of things like, like you might've done in episode one. It's very like sitcom. You feel like where it's like, it's a certain, it's almost like a stage play. One place a way, at right? a time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One so um, my thing is like, I'm just digging that he's becoming more than just Jarvis in a way. Like I'm loving that. We're getting like how smart vision is like, he's starting to figure it out, but then it's like, He's not controlling the narrative. So even when he thinks he's figured it out, it's like, it's like, it's over. It's like any, like he could have figured out the mystery and then like, well, Wanda doesn't want him to figure it out. So he forgot everything he figured out. So this thing is going to kind of continue. But I think since now that we kind of have it open, I kind of want to hear your guys' thoughts on like the side supporting characters in a way. So like Monica Lambeau. Thank you for bringing uh, this up. I'm already like, you know, like how did you guys feel about the, Sword and Monica Lambeau, even Agnes, in a way. So, well, <coughs> Agatha. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys, yes, I choked on my. There you coffee. go. Yeah, Agatha you Harkness. Coffee a little bit. Agatha Harkness. Go. Sorry. Okay, are you okay, sir? There you go. I'm okay now. Yeah, it was it was her control well, or something. <laughs> one, of, one of the great scenes in the episode is when Agatha comes in the house. <laughs> yeah. I remember just calling her Agatha. We have that dialogue <laughs> where she's like, "Do you want to do another take?" That was crazy. That is like, I, I actually looked at Nico and. I'm sorry. So we're weird when we watch it and he, he doesn't do it as much as I do. I always like to look at someone when they're watching something with me to see their reaction. It makes and me it's, uncomfortable it, sometimes. It does. Me uncomfortable. Because like I see his peripheral vision but, out of the peripheral. But gentlemen, eye, how great was that scene? Yeah. Dude, that was and crazy. she's like, you, you want to, you want to go from the, and one is like, no, 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 it's okay. We'll just, and the vision's like, what's going on here? I mean, it's, it's, there's so much going on in that scene. Right. Uh-huh. And then, um, and again, we could spend hours breaking this thing down, but yeah, her role again seems to be like she's there to assist Wanda. So I, I'm going to go out here and say that I don't believe she's being controlled by any dark forces. Now I could be completely wrong, sure, but I think she's there to kind of caretake, watch over Wanda. I don't know if she's in there of her own free will or she's there with the forces of good. If she winds up being a vehicle for, for Mephisto or Nightmare or something like that, I'll be the That's first to say I'm, you do, huh? Yeah. So but, you think it's wrong. So go ahead. But but we're, well, let's talk about, because we have a, yeah. a, a few minutes here. Let's talk about what Zeddy brought up first is all the side characters are still great, but this is the episode where I'm, I'm, I'm love Monica Rambeau. Right. And I yeah. love her specifically. Cause I I've said in my last review, I think there's sort of a battle for Wanda going on here. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. there's two or three entities in Westview that are, you know, occult supernatural, whether it be Agatha Harkness, Mephisto, the Grim Reaper, et cetera. Um, but I, and then swords in the middle sword clearly thinks she's bad, but I love how Monica the episode opens and she said that she feels grief. She feels pain. Her brain scans are blank. They can't see anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet she is almost pleading with sword and with Darcy and Jimmy Woo mm. that there's more to Wanda here. It's not, I don't necessarily think she's evil. What I don't think she's doing is evil. And this brings me to my point. You guys can talk about those side characters is I think we're going to get a little true comic stuff here. I think we're going to get a little Spider-Man one more day stuff here where I think she made a deal with Mephisto to get Vision's body back. 
And the mm-hmm. Wanda of her own free will, you think, I think that of her own think, free will. Okay. Cause the Wanda we see outside of sword has her accent back. Her hair I'm looks different. Up. Did you guys catch that with and the accent? And she does yeah. the same move. She's got the Sokovian that, accent back. That yeah. Magneto does. Have yeah. you seen that where she sort of turns the gun? So I don't know if that's her. I don't know if that's a projection of Mephisto, the Grim Reaper, et cetera. But I love, let's go back to it. I love Monica Rambeau's charm and her charisma. And I'm more excited for Captain Marvel 2 now. Yeah, um, mm. because Monica Rambeau is. I guess I'll it. have to watch the first one. You know. Yeah, because well, you don't need to. I, I don't think you, you need could to. just <laughs> get. Uh, you could just get Eric Holzman's thoughts on oh, that. He knows yeah. the movie. He'll, oh, give, you, he'll, he'll give you a synopsis. He's got that <laughs> podcast coming up. I, that's right, dedicated yeah. to. Yeah. Him. Um. So, like, real quick, my thing was I just love Monica Rambeau. I'm loving the development that she's getting. It's just making me excited to see her more in Captain Marvel too. Uh, I love the internal conflict that's going on with sword right now it's almost like my thing is i don't i think something's going on with that director like whether he's tyler yeah i i just i have like this this gut that like he's kind of puppeteering something within sword i don't know what it is but i know if that's a word i don't know i'm gonna make it a word uh but real quick before we kind of bring on our very special guest here uh so the ending of the episode guys we got a very very uh special Dude. cameo that i believe a certain nico caruso called last week which was quicksilver made an appearance but it was evan peters quicksilver from the fox x-men so real quick thoughts on uh evan peters quicksilver real yeah, quick well, thoughts well we we happened to guess that when we were sitting here and the knack was at the door we we both looked at each other and I'm said like, it's, it's, pietro. Evan. it's evan and, and it was evan um i don't think it is the no, pietro from the fox X-Men, I don't think so. I think he I think he's a plant. Don't you think so? I believe I, I he's I, a sword plant. I believe he's part of the plan that maybe Monica had. Okay. And how that unfolds. And and the great thing was when it happens in the episode, Darcy says, Oh, they recast Pietro. That was funny. That and was that was funny. so cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. I mean, yeah. I just love that. That was you know? funny. And um, so anyway, I yeah, I mean, where this goes with it, I we'll see. But that's mm-hmm. not really her brother. But he's obviously they obviously use are using him to get to her. And um, I'm with you, Dad. I I don't think I he's he's obviously I don't think he's not the Fox version because the Fox version of Quicksilver goes by Peter, not Pietro. Mm-hmm. And Wanda also genuinely looked shocked too. So that's why I think it's a plant. I don't think she created them there. Mm-hmm. Even when mm-hmm. the knock was on the door, Vision looks at her and she goes, "That wasn't me. You don't believe me, but that wasn't me." Yeah. Um, I think he's the plant. I love quick thing. I want to say a shout out to the shout out to the writers, even though it doesn't make sense. They acknowledge Wanda absolutely bodied Thanos and had that end game battle wrapped yep. up. Yeah. Before <laughs> rain fire happened. And then of course, uh, Jimmy Woo debates the captain Marvel thing. Cause she actually comes and helps. It was very fun. It was very cool, but they, uh, two quick things. Monica has sort of a weird look when captain Marvel's name comes up. Not necessarily a favorable look. And who is the uh, aerospace? There's an aerospace person. I maybe that's Evan Peters, but dude, d- but Darcy looks shocked too. Is the aerospace person? Is it Reed Richards? Who is it? Is who it? Is it? Is it is it's, it it's it's the is surfer. It is it the surfer? Is it? No- is it the black surfer no or the rad? white surfer? It's the silver surfer. <laughs> Nick. Nick Z. Yeah. Who's the popsicle? That was incredible. Okay, wait. Shout out to the <laughs> intro, though. Shout out 
to the yeah. baby vision picks. Oh god, oh, dude, oh. You might re- he's not necessarily Grogu level, but he definitely tops like baby Groot. I don't know. Man. Will there be action figures? Will there, will there be a Funko Pop of baby vision? Of baby I'm gonna nine, tweet dude. out baby vision from the vigilante today. But uh, Zenik, your closing thoughts on Evan? Who is he? And he looks like Pietro. He's got the white hair finally. Yeah. In, yeah, I think in, it was more silver. It was more silver. In, He's in got the, the white comb movies, over. Yeah. He's got the white comb back. Yeah. Uh, I think this is just so cool. I mean, even if it's not like Quicksilver, I think it's cool that he showed up because I do think that it's a way to kind of bridge in the multiverse kind of slowly but surely to kind of explain how like certain things happen. Again, even if it's not him, it's like a, oh, multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. Yeah, you know, it's a way to like kind of, connect everything i think i'm with you guys i think he's kind of a sword agent being planted in there uh maybe he's kind of he pretends to be her brother like he's kind of just going along with it because he's trying to figure out how to stop her maybe he fails i'm sure he does uh i originally thought that maybe he was like it was like wanda like brought pietro back but it was a twist because in order to give something in order to get what she wanted she had to give something up for it but then i'm like not because she looked really surprised. So that's when I kind of transitioned to he's got to be a sword agent. But guys, my closing thoughts on this whole thing is I'm just really getting invested in this Wanda arc. And it's like really the most I've been getting invested in her since like the Captain America trilogy. Like that's how much I feel for it, especially when she's the key factor in Doctor Strange too. Like, yeah, I'm just loving this. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the whole thing's great. There's two things too that I want to add. She can't raise the dead. She can't mm-hmm. raise the dead. when the yeah. doggy dies. Well, she said I could, but I won't. I think she said. Oh no, I don't think she has I the could, power. I, I don't think she has the power to. I we'd have to go back and see that again. Yeah, and you, they were telling her to do it. Though, and you and damn kids, you grow up so fast. I always say that. Well, those kids you are children. Up. You children grow. Look at you two. I remember just. It seems like only ten years ago, and now you're twenty five year old gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So. You and Nico do remind me of Billy and Timmy a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've sprouted out quickly, sprouted up quickly Perfect. over the years. Yeah, just the only, the only thing I have to close on is it's by far the best episode of the series and a series of best episodes. So Agreed. I, I, I think it's only up from here. But Mr. Zennick, mm-hmm. lightly transition us because we have someone very, someone very, very, very special is knocking at our door. At our cave, we have a special knock. Uh oh, bird. I'm not quite sure, <laughs> but we have somebody special here, Mr. Oh, Rob Myers. Man. Welcome. How are you, brother? Rob, hey, guys. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. I, uh, I'm sorry I didn't dress up for the occasion. Oh, oh my god. Dress. If only y'all could see Rob right now. Dude, my, my heart <laughs> is beating. My heart is beating right now. This is get, those shirts are on T Public, right, Rob? Yeah, well, shameless promotion right at, at the yeah. beginning. A shameless promotion. Uh, you go to T Public and search Robin. Mm. Everyone loves the Drake, and you can get this fine looking shirt that you guys can't hear in Radio Land. But uh, mm. Terrence just put up a new one of uh, Tim Drake kicking. It says uh, Robin is fluidity or something like that. So, cool. That's, that's, that's nice. That for that's a come, nice man. looking shirt, man. I'm oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I love that R man. Oh man! So Rob, last time we talked to you, we talked about a super cool rock band called Kiss. We won't yeah. be doing that today, but we're going to be talking about another love of yours, which is Robin and other things beautifully DC. Right. Uh, so Zeddy, kick it off, and what are we? What are we really looking for Rob's thoughts on? Because there's one thing I really want to. Say. <laughs> one thing specifically. Uh, Spider Man, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, Man, 
Titans season three is just like absolutely loading up right now, guys. And I'm sure Rob like wasn't the first person to kind of track this one, but uh, <laughs> a certain character by the name of Timothy Drake is mm. going to be showing up in Titans season three. And yeah, it's ironic that he's actually the uh, the very scared boy in the Batman, Jay LaCurgo, who like I like I said before, I mean, can Robert Pattinson beat me up so I can just become like Terry McGinnis? <laughs> that what it takes? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you're an extra takes, in the I mean, Batman, you get yeah. Batman. Me up. Here's the thing, Nick. You even if he just beat you up, would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was this right. Him, this man. right here. This yeah, was a punch right? from right. <laughs> Rob, how cool to see Robert Pattinson beat me up? So whatever. yeah, right. Exactly. Right? right there, you go. I'll take it. But yeah, so uh, so Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, Jim Drake showing up in Titans? Are you excited? Are you are you nervous? Uh, I mean, because this is big for you, man. I mean, you have a Tim Drake podcast. Yeah, so how do right. you feel about this? Like the thing I've been doing for six years that was never going, was probably never going to happen. The closest we got, well, you guys can't see it, was Chris O'Donnell wearing the Tim yeah. Drake costume. Like, all right, that's that's about as close as it gets. If I close my eyes, it's that's Tim Drake. So knowing that there's going to be, like the way Titans is going, has gone, as soon as Jason Todd showed up, I'm like, Give me a crowbar so we can get to Tim Drake. That's, yep, yep. you know, <laughs> but, but I thought, okay, it's probably, it's probably going to be three or four seasons down the line. We've got to flush out Jason. And then and we started seeing early releases of him in the red hood suit. Yep. And I was like, yeah, wow. We're, so I'm, I'm kind of cautious on a couple levels. Like we just got to know, Jason at the end of the last season, spoilers, he's yeah. like running off because he's mad and me. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> angst, you know. Typical Jason stuff. So I'm like, are, how are they going to play with that? Are, are they going to fit in the Joker? Are they going to, is it going to be like, oh, it's three years later, we're doing a time jump and Jason's been killed and, you know, mm -hmm. so all of that. So then getting to Tim Drake, I was like, you know, I think it was out for maybe about a month. Like, oh, there's casting for Tim Drake. I was like, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, certain sites I don't want to mention are not sure. No, no, sure. newsworthy at all to even mention. But then when it started hitting like some of the big sites, I'm like, there might be something to this. Mm -hmm. So uh, once the casting, I, I'm of two minds and I'm going to try and hold my tongue the, the, best, the best way that I can. I am excited. I hope the choice that they're making is for the right reasons and not for another reason. I don't know if we want to get into that yeah. at all. No, I totally That's get fair. what you mean. Yep. Yeah. I get what you mean. hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I go, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited on one hand. And on the other hand, I was like, Hmm, all right, let's, let, I, I want to see how this, this plays out. You know, is he going to, is he going to be in the circus? witnessing Grayson's death or is there going to be some other mm -hmm. thing where it's pseudo Tim Drake but not really Tim Drake but look we've got Tim Drake and I'm I'm going to start calling shenanigans so I, I have another issue but we'll mm -hmm. we'll get into that gotcha. yeah one thing one thing I think I think you can be cautiously optimistic because one thing that we love about Titans that maybe everyone else doesn't is they really they really focus on the Batman centric characters. Right. And I think right. the other ones like Gar and like, they yeah. really, <laughs> I forget they're on the show. Right. So I think well, Batman sells. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. right. A hundred percent. So yeah. I think, I think they're going to take care of him. I yeah. think especially bringing in Barbara too. And mm. like, they really wanted to get Jason to red hood. It's clear. Um, yeah. My, my sort of uh, cautiousness too is, 
the main thing I'm wondering is like, we, we have such, we have such an older Bruce and there's this weird continuity thing in Titans where in season one, Jason's talking about how he just did something with Batman last week. Like he fought the Riddler last week or something. Yeah. And in season two, they, (laughs) they almost allude to he's retired. Right. And he doesn't do anything. And then, so how quick you, you, you're right. Is there, because if there's not a time jump, Mm -hmm. it's sort of weird. Oh, I'm just going to get another young, young man to go fight crime for me as, as the Robin. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. That, that's how I feel like they're the actor that is playing Bruce Wayne escapes. My name is a good actor uh, Glenn from yes. game of Thrones. Yeah. There right. is no way on earth. I believe that he's going to jump off a roof and beat somebody's butt in an alley yeah. and win. There, yeah. I, I don't, I don't believe like his, his acting chops are good. Yeah. And the, the yeah. dialogue that he has with Dick, you yeah. Like closing my eyes, I can go. Oh, this these are two that have butted heads. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, you're not gonna throw a punch. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't believe it for one minute. And then adding Barbara Gordon, and now she is police commissioner. Which I'm going. All right, you kind of went into Batman Beyond territory. Like Woo! I don't, I don't feel like anything's <laughs> earned in yeah. in certain places. Like we're, they're just kind of throwing it out and say, oh, here you go. Here's something that you want. I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. earn it. I want to get to the journey and go. Oh, that's so good. Don't mm-hmm. don't BVS me as as much as I <laughs> I, I love that movie. Don't but listen, BVS me. Yeah, this is this is a, <laughs> this is a we'll jaded talk man. about yeah. that. Oh, don't <laughs> worry, Rob. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get into worry. that. Don't okay, we'll, right. we'll get into that one. So, right, just right. listening real quick, do, do you guys then think that Dick will be? He'll take the role of Batman on with Tim. It would Ooh. right. Doesn't that make sense? That that would, but you just introduced him as Nightwing for thirty seconds, yes. and then to now say he's <laughs> yeah, Batman, right. Right. I'm, right. I'm like, I, I want, I want my Nightwing, and I want him, I want him to stay there and show the, the, Rob, the, man. The, yeah. the new Robin <laughs> the ropes. But I wish they would have cast a better Bruce Wayne, even if we don't see it. So that way, I can believe that this Bruce Wayne is going to go out and has worked with each of these Robins, and has had adventures and not been yeah. three three steps from a wheelchair. Yep. Yeah. And that's the problem with Ian Glenn. I, I didn't like it at first. Mm-mm. I told Nico, I didn't buy it, but then he did grow on me, Rob, because yeah, some of those scenes with, with, and, and even the dream sequences, but then the scenes, that were, one. they were so hard hitting and they were great. And the acting and the dialogue and the verbiage, everything. But then when I go back and think about it, because we are getting all this stuff that we want, right. As Batman fans to have him be this older version that would never look good in the cowl. And again, maybe, maybe that's the point of the show. You're never going to see him in the cowl, but yeah. yeah, he's got a solid chin for the cowl. <laughs> he's got a decent <laughs> enough chin. I mean, mm-hmm. and I've always been a big component. You can show Batman without showing Batman. Yep. We can see him leaping out yeah. the back window. You can see the Cape flutter sure. around and like Batman's constantly like, if you pause the frame, like, Oh, I think I see Batman, but you can yeah. always clearly see Robin. You can see everybody else. So I would, I would mm-hmm. believe it at that. I just, I don't know. Yeah, and that would, and in this show, that would be understandable. We would all accept that. Yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't yeah. have to see a full fledged Batman, right, Mister Z? I mean, we could live with that, right? Just having him be in the background in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I can live with it. I mean, kind of what I wanted to transition to again because we do have Rob on. Uh, <laughs> is this this does kind of feel like Robin War, doesn't it? I mean, with yeah. everything that we're getting. I mean, we have Grayson, we have Jason, we have Tim, and then. I mean, I mean, Barb was not a Robin, but I mean, you're a Batgirl. I mean, so it's like, I'm just curious because while all this is super exciting, this is what I'm led to believe. It's just going to be one small arc in a season, right? Like, does it, does it feel like they're just bringing in Tim because they want to kind of 
introduce him for something further down the line? Or is he really going to be a mainstay kind of in this group? Because, you know, Jason's not a part of it. So they got to They got to still have a Robin on the team. Like, Rob, where, where's, where are your thoughts kind of like on, on that? Like all I mean, this they, Gotham stuff. I, I love, I mean, I, I have Gotham stuff behind me as far as that I can see, <laughs> but I'm going, what about Starfire? What about yeah. Cyborg? What about, like, we have yet to see Beast Boy turn into a bird. Yeah, and, he's just a tiger for three years. Yeah, for, for three years. <laughs> and we see him in one of the first trailers, like, leap off the building, like, oh, he's going to turn. Like, we never saw that scene. Anyway, so your question is, like, Kurt, I forget what his last name is, playing Jason. Are we led to believe, like, oh, he's going to have a limited screen time? I would think he's still going to have more as Red Hood, so... You're mm-hmm. gonna de- you're gonna devote time to Dick Grayson. You're gonna devote time to establishing Barbara Gordon. You're gonna devote time to the Red Hood, and now you're gonna squeeze in Tim Drake and go. Oh, by the way, we do have uh, you know Beast Boy, and we do have Raven. Mm-hmm. So I, it's it's putting five pounds in a two pound bag, yeah. and I would mm-hmm. rather for it to grow as much as at this point. I'm like, then just give me a Gotham spinoff. Yeah. and still keep the titans going <laughs> you know if that's what they're doing is going to do something else in gotham city and tim drake gets to feed that show then mm-hmm. awesome great so i i'm just concerned it's going to be way too many characters that you're going to spend what was the average season length last year um was it 12, 12 or 13 12 or 13 yeah. 12 or 13 yeah so of the 12 or 13 i'm going what are seven going to be devoted to bat centric characters and then maybe yeah. get a raven arc that's one or two starfires in a new costume and she's going to go off to her home world yeah like th- there's a lot of story beats from like, donna troy yeah yeah so like I, being a tim drake guy in the room i want this so bad but yeah. i'm more like i want them to deal with donna's death and yeah. then is she going to be uh dawn or Dawn Star, if I'm thinking that right. Dawn Star uh, or a Troya. Troy, or... Troya, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So there, there's a lot of other plot threads where it's like, okay, well, those are good, but look, we've got the Bat Family established. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we I, got... I, I want a Titans show, yeah. but I also want a Batman show. So I'm I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the only thing I could think that their plans are, especially now with the big HBO Max, is a couple of spinoffs from this thing. I Who mean, works and then you yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't make much sense. I think they're going to throw these characters in there. They're like, just like you said, they're going to see who sticks. And then I think that I, my own opinion is that I think we're eventually going to get a show that feels more like Titans. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a show that might feel like a bat family, which would be like a dream come true, like a Gotham yeah. Knights or yeah. something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean like just like that video, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the game that's coming out, yeah. you know, yep. And I think that the beauty of it is we may get another spinoff from it and they'll all be able to intertwine the continuities there. So I think they're just planting the seeds. It has to do well. The reception has to come, but I think all Mm. those things being equal, I see no reason why we're not going to get all these things. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. There's been some talk, like we said, some sites are more reputable than others. We have um, a Titan guy who's been saying that they're, they might be, he thinks, or what he's heard is that they're seeing how Tim Drake is received and they might spin off the Titan show into him leading the younger ones like Raven, like Beast Boy, um, yeah. maybe Dick and Starfire hang around every now and then, but then you transition to more of like a Red Hood one where it's Nightwing and Red Hood and, and Barbara. So I, I definitely think they're 
seeing what works because there was a lot of characters from Titans season one and two that were supposed to get spinoffs and because of reception and COVID like Hawk and Dove were supposed to have Mm -hmm. one but then they kept them in season two I'm glad you brought them up like two characters I could not care less about were Mm -hmm. Hawk and Dove yeah I get into those episodes and I'm like give me more Hawk and Dove yep yeah like both of their performances were stellar all the way through in season one oh Oh, yeah Yeah. yeah Rob you're so right man I've been reading comics for like 40 something years and I, every time they appeared in something or you roll your eyes. A crossover, I was like, I didn't even read the issue. Mm-hmm. But Minka Kelly and what's the gen- the guy's name? Alan, Alan Richardson. I mean, yeah. they had some of the most emotional arcs. Their arc, I should say, not arcs. And, and I just thought they were terrific. Yeah, like, yeah. I would love to see more of them. But isn't he going on another show, Nick? He's so- going to be the new Jack Reacher for Amazon, okay. I think. So uh, yeah. You yeah. might see them slowly fade out. I'm fade not out. sure. Um, as long as Mika stands around, I mean, yeah, yeah right. there you go, there you go. I don't want her, I don't want her, <laughs> yeah. there we go, <laughs> exactly. Even if it's just once a season, well, I think there's yeah. one we could all agree on, though. It, it's cool that all this stuff is on HBO Max and it's off the CW, yeah. You know, that, that's yeah. why I have faith that, um, going forward, it's going to be good. I mean, and it's a good, I mean. It is a problem, but it's a good problem to have that in Titans season three. We're going to get Gotham Knights plus old Titans plus teen Titans plus the resurrection of Donna Troy plus right. the, Star, like, plus Starfire plus Starfire plus and her Tamarin, sister and her sister Scarecrow. We're not even saying that Jonathan Crane's supposed to be in the season. So there's, Where's Two-Face? Come there's on. so much stuff that <laughs> yeah. you're it is concerning, but at the same time, like if it just turns into a show that's like a DC fans like that yeah. dream it doesn't have to be like a narrative masterpiece but it's just like and there's tim and there's scarecrow yeah and yeah. Donna troy's back let's go and here's nightwing kicking some butt oh and starfire's flying flames like and gar and uh, gar finally does something it's like oh <laughs> and I, i'm just i'm staring coffee. oh yeah definitely make, make coffee for tim i don't care <laughs> well and it's it's really funny that the actor that's playing gar was pro, um what I would word I'm trying to say, Rob, here on a podcast, uh, petitioning to Ben Affleck, like, hey, uh, I, I want to be your Robin. Like, yeah, at one point, yeah. and he mentioned Tim Drake, so I'm staring at my signed Chuck Dixon, uh, Tim or uh, Robin number one, going, hmm, what's the value of that going to be in about two months? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three yeah. months. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought up Chuck Dixon. Um, oh, yeah. It's funny when, because would you say that he's, he's probably your favorite writer, right? His incarnation of Tim Drake. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was trying to educate my son here a little bit. We're going to be doing an episode of the, uh, the Batman book club at some point talking about a couple stories, but I had forgotten like all in the nineties and I, and I read all those books in the the nineties was a decade where I really didn't take much of a break from comic books. Same here. And it's amazing that when they talk about the great Batman writers, in history sometimes maybe it's just me but i don't see his name come up a lot in the 90s um, chuck dixon was writing detective robin nightwing catwoman birds of prey right and uh, there was another one off and on and they were all going at the exact same time so you could read like the dixon verse yes and i mean he he wrote 100 issues of robin he wrote yeah. like 80 of nightwing and he wrote like 45 of catwoman and just on and on right That's and crazy. i and i think rob and i think you'll agree that i mean and, he, and he's a co-creator of bane yeah and I mean, this yeah. is a guy that gave us nightfall he gave us uh the whole thing uh no man's land batman Kiss legacy him, batman legacy yeah and i it, it's funny because even when i read the current comics 
I don't think anybody ever wrote the Bat Family better. No, in my opinion. I mean, it's just like you said, and it wasn't even on an individual basis how he wrote him, but when they interconnected and they mm-hmm. and they acted together, that's why I love this particular story we're going to talk about, but uh, I, yeah, I just wish mm. I, I don't like a lot of times when I'm reading things, and they talk about the great Batman writers, you know, you get O'Neill, of course, um, you're going to get Englehart on his run. And it's just, I don't see Dixon a lot. And it's like, so you, so you have, uh, you have assigned Chuck Dixon. Did you meet, obviously you met Chuck Dixon. No, we had, and, I'm going to plug my show. We had sure. Chuck Dixon yeah. on our 51st episode. Oh, wow. I was That's trying so to get cool. him on episode 50 and it didn't when, work out. When was that Rob? Uh, four years ago. Oh, I got to go back. Wow. I'm glad you told me that. I'm going to yeah. go back and listen to that. So tomorrow. episode 51, knock on wood. I, I believe that's what it is. So we, we had him on, we're talking to him first, like big guest we had on where we were asking him all kinds of stuff. So yeah, once it was over and done, I sent out an email that said, Hey, thanks. I hope I'd get a chance to meet you sometime. Yeah. I get some books signed. And he says, well, you can send me some stuff. That'd be perfectly fine. So I didn't tell Terrence and Ryan at the time I went out and bought two other copies of Robin number one, mm. sent them to him. And he personalized to each of us two Robin, wow. two yeah. Terrence. So, you know, that's awesome. It could, couldn't be a, couldn't be a nicer, nicer. Guy, I was going to say, Rob, without, without giving the episode, which we'll listen to, but you're it, sometimes you meet your, your icons and your legends and it, it's not quite they, what you want. You know? They let you down. Chuck could not have been a nicer, like, you go, oh, I bet this guy would be really cool to talk to. I hope he's not a jerk. And then after you meet him, the hour went by and we were like, I, I, I want to talk to him. I want to hang out with this dude. I want to meet him at a convention. Yeah, he, yeah. he could not have been cooler. Check out the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to anybody awesome. and to anybody listening to this, I mean, that 90s run of, of his Batman and Robin and Bat Family stuff, it's just, it, it it's so feel good. And he did it like in a grounded, almost realistic way that I think is a little bit different. I mean, sure. It's fantasy and it's comic books, but it was very relatable to me. Um, yeah. Even, and, and he was, you know, the first guy to really do the big Gotham gets taken over. And now it seems like every other Everyone month. Does that. Rob, don't, <laughs> yeah, you, right. don't you agree? It's like every other month, like Gotham gets taken over by a big super bad, All you the know, villains just take turns. Like, all right. Yeah. In yeah. January, 2021. <laughs> It's your turn. All right, uh, Jonathan Crane. All right, I'm up. You know that we they did Batman uh, Cataclysm. Uh, you know the earthquake that goes on, and it was months. Like them just digging out of rubble and saving people, and I was just riveted. Like it wasn't like yeah. every single like villain him. is coming down on Batman. We're gonna shake. I'm tired of shaking Batman to his core. Like let's. Yeah. How about we just tell good stories? How about that? That's right. That's right. That's right, my friend. Yeah. That's that's that's. You're gonna like the issue we do on uh, the Batman book club. Not to spoil it though. <laughs> Listen just, to that one, everyone. Yeah, Dixon uh, started his run on Detective on issue uh, six forty four. Okay, and yeah. it ends clear to uh, seven twenty nine. Yeah, so that's a long. That's a we're long. doing seven twenty five and seven twenty six. Yeah, Ooh. that's what we're doing. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's gonna be really fun. So I think. Uh, we can we can move on from the Tim stuff, even though it's great. Mm-hmm. So Rob, we when we talked about um, having you on this, you were like, "Yeah, I want to talk some DC stuff." I have thoughts. So there's like a movie coming out on the. We're gonna tell a good story. There's a movie coming out on the 18th, Rob. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of it. If you've been a part of the movement. If you consider yourself a zaddy, if you consider yourself a non-zaddy, <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, 
His zaddy hat's coming out. Here's the whole. Oh, this is incredible. Oh, oh. So, Rob, you showed us a best look figure. In case yeah, just give us your, yeah. in, in as many sentences or paragraphs or pages <laughs> as you want, give us your thoughts on, uh, on the Snyder Cut coming out. Well, hold on, Nico. You said you said the name wrong, real quick, Rob. Because he said I want to make sure everybody knows what the name is. It's Zach Snyder R's Justice League. Zach Snyder R's. Yeah, okay. that, that, that's that's the name. I, of I do. All right, before before we I get to my soliloquy here, yeah. um, <laughs> and I was trying to get down my hot toys, Ben Affleck, and I can't. He's too oh, far over there. But go. anyway, I I'm not a fan and a component a component of movies superhero movies being rated R. Totally failure on that. You are cutting out half of your audience. If I was a kid in 1998, I would not have been able to see Batman if it was rated R. Like, it's yep, it's cartoons, it's superheroes. Like, it should be for the masses. You know, I can get going. All right, Deadpool is dropping the f bomb every other yeah. sentence. Like, yeah. okay, I I get it. Um, in but my he, opinion, he's a he's a he's a big character, Rob, but he still treads those. Yeah, I could see Deadpool, but not. I get. I'm 100 what you're saying. When my nieces and nephews are dying to go see some of these movies, like they wanted to go see Birds of Prey, I'm like, I can't take it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's Harley Quinn, and the toys are in the store, mm-hmm. and That's, you know I'm seeing you know Batman animated series behind you guys. If they're dropping yeah. the f bomb, like yeah. I can't, I can't show them that. And granted, they're on HBO. It's like I'm looking at the Nolan films. If those went rated R or whatever, like what is it that you really have to say and show that my movie's not going to be complete if I don't get to say the F-bomb just once, or if mm-hmm. I show more blood. Sometimes the things that you do or don't see is worse. Like, it was a lot scarier seeing Jaws without actually seeing the shark. Mm-hmm. So that's, am I going to go sit down and watch this four-hour extravaganza? You better believe it. If this is the only film that I see this year and I do not see the Batman, I will not cry about it. Wow. I, I, love I, that, I, am, I am more pumped <laughs> about this than I am the Batman. It's awesome. I, mean, I agree with you. I'm I'm going to go see this. I'm going to go see the Batman whenever it comes out. You know, but <laughs> right now, 2036, right? <laughs> yeah, whenever yeah, it comes out. <laughs> so, so, so before we move on to the Snyder Cut, um, you obviously were a fan of BVS, the probably the ultimate cut, right, Rob? Yeah, I, I liked okay. both. I saw BVS in the theater four times. You did, Likewise, okay, my man. Yeah. Okay, good. We were actually, Rob. I did a funny. We were just talking about this on a live um, on the Straight Out of uh, Straight Outta Gotham live the other night. So you saw it four times. I saw it three times. What was your theater experience like every time? Because I'm someone who every time I saw it, it was like somebody died. There was no hype. There was no anything. But the first two times that Pete Vera saw it, there was like cheering when Wonder Woman came. There was uh-huh. a standing ovation at the end. What were yours like? Cause I got the S end of the stick here. I got bad experiences. What were yours like? I, there was not one person who was like, this movie sucks. I don't like, I mean, yeah, you go out of it. Like that's a little dark, but people were like when Wonder, like my wife doesn't, isn't a cheerer by nature. She's not going to cheer at a baseball game just because that's not her, but she like clapped a couple times and she jumped like, when that theme song hit, she like kind of came out of her seat a little bit. I'm like, who the heck are you? You know? Yeah. Um, You know, the first time that we're we're Batman's up against the wall, when the cops are coming in and they're trying to save like the, the women that have been captured. Yeah. And he's on the screen. You could just hear people go, Ooh, you know, once you get that. I'm so jealous, man. Yeah. All four, all four of mine were very positive and people were coming out going, that was amazing. So go going to read the reviews afterwards. I'm like, 
what film did I just yeah, watch? Because yeah. what I'm reading isn't matching with, with the people that were there. Now, am I saying a theater of, let's say, 100 people? Were there some people that were probably like, mm, I didn't care for it. It was okay. I'm sure there were some, but the majority of people, the theater was clapping. The theater was cheering the majority of the way through. So not my, one clap, not one cheer. Really, see, that's the that's the first movie in my entire life because we went twice of movie watching, and then I went once. That when I when I when I went into it, I already knew the reception wasn't good, but but we walked out of it and we we thought it was great. And then like afterwards, just reading all the horrible reviews and everybody just bombing the movie. Like that's the first time I was like so disconnected with. Yeah. Not that I, not that I like everything that the mainstream likes, but I was just like at a loss for like, I'm like, wow, was it really that bad? The way all these, it was like, wow, was it? It was so disappointing. It wasn't, I mean, even if you didn't like it, you could respect that it was an ambitious movie. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was trying to tell more of a, of an adult story. It had a lot of themes in there, but I don't know. I just, like I say, that's, that's the first time and probably the, the, the only time that it's been that divisive, because by the time Justice League came out, I think we had already known that there was a lot of yeah. problems going to be with that movie or whatnot. So yeah. let's move on to, well, to somebody that we don't talk about. We should we should probably talk about the uh, the Snyder, the Snyder we, cut. We, we, we never, certainly we don't ever talk we about. We don't discuss it. Really, this, is, this is the first time. So this episode is completely my <laughs> Just fault. So you wow. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In our previous seventy episodes, we've never once mentioned. No, this. we've never once not ever we mentioned him. We don't. <laughs> his name now yeah. I'm saying, so Rob, go on your soliloquy go on the soliloquy do it. i i want to make some popcorn first hold on <laughs> okay go ahead uh just knowing that you know hearing from the reception like we were saying where everybody was getting their their hands in it for for zach i would have loved for this version of the movie to come out and just be what it was going to be yeah. and then hey if it doesn't work we're change course after the fact, not change course during the fact. Um, there's plenty of other podcasts that I'm sure we were all listening to at the time, hearing as this movie was getting made. So now that we've gone through the campaign and the people being passionate about it, which I'm like for where were some people being disrespectful for the movement of the Snyder Cut? Absolutely, unfortunately, just because the internet's full of crazies. But mm-hmm. there were some people that were just like, it's almost like, people recently were talking about Ben Affleck's Daredevil, the difference between the theatrical version to the director's cut where people were like, even BVS, like, well, why did you cut that out? Yeah. And certain spots, spots for Clark Kent to be able to like piece things together and do some journalist stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that would have really helped out X, the X, Y, or Z. So yeah. for, for this film to come out and now you the great, thing that people like to say is well hindsight being 2020 that's all Zack Snyder has had to do is having hindsight being 2020 to go back into a film uh, much like George Lucas got a chance to (laughs) and say hey I could have done this and like Empire Strikes Back like we're in Cloud City and I don't see a friggin' cloud anywhere (laughs) so when he was able to add some of that atmospheric stuff in and going, oh, Martian Manhunter gets to be in this thing. And, you know, the nightmare se- sequence is probably going to have Deathstroke and the Joker and some of these other other crazy things in it. Like this, this is a, and I said this a long time ago, 
that you know we're all reading comics we could have batman detective justice league and batman the outsiders four comics with four different batman written at a different time and we're all told like this is all in the same universe why can't there be the pattinson's batman existing the Zack snyder's batman and then a titan's batman all yeah. existing like i i would have killed to have this back in 1989 that i get mm. all these different versions of batman if you don't want to read detective then don't read detective read you know your tom king or whatever that mm -hmm. it is but i'm pumped about this because i felt like when that first trailer came out i was excited for justice league mm -hmm. i saw the film and went what in the world is going on so now i got i have that opportunity to go sit back and go this is what we were promised and it's it's a lot more you know it's not a two-hour film it, it's going to be four so i'm with you in the regards of when you you said which might shock people but of how you're more excited for this than the, the batman and i agree with you because not only does is the batman probably not going to come out till june 2022 now so it's yeah. over a year away it's hmm. infathomable it's almost ridiculous now as great yeah. as that first trailer is it's it's an amazing trailer but now that oh, you know yeah. how long you have to wait like i've tempered i i don't even if they show some photos of characters, I'm going to be like, I'm just not, it's awesome. I'm not getting it forever. There's so much life I'm going to have to live before then. Right. Yeah. There's not enough for me to care about. I'm not, not that I don't care, mm -hmm. but there's nothing for me that I'm going to carry and want to talk about for the next. There's nothing. Years. Exactly. There's nothing else to far. talk about. It's there's nothing far. else to talk about. Mm -hmm. there's it's like being eight years old and realizing exactly. Christmas is 12 months away. Like, exactly. Oh my there's gosh. Nothing else to talk about for now. I'm sure we're going to get rewarded with something eventually, but mm -hmm. the more it gets pushed back, we're seeing, we thought we were going to get some stuff from Eternals or Venom and, and they hold on to those trailers. So we probably won't see anything from Reeves for a long, long time. Yeah. I'm excited for Zach's more because I love BVS. I love his films. So I get to see sort of the payoff of it, which mm -hmm. is cool. Yeah. You know, if, if I had to pick one, I would rather see this conclusion than start over in almost a year and a half with another Batman again. I'll, I'll get to that when I get to it Yeah. right yeah. now, yeah. if I'm not going to see anything else in 2021, I'm with you. I would, I want to see this thing. Mm -hmm. And, and I also want to see it because you say this that and everyone sees it. I want to see what was so bad that right. they thought that was unwatchable face. Yeah. Or who that, that's <laughs> yeah. Cavill's face was the better choice. <laughs> Someone made the decision that that will be better than this. And I want to see whose job should have yeah. been lost three years ago. <laughs> If I was at work, our phrase is, who do I have to take a stapler to? Who, yeah, who, do I, who, who, who wrote this paper? <laughs> you know, who, who let this happen? <laughs> who Nick let this Z, happen? Yeah. You say that all the time, Nick Z, right? You want to know too, what was so bad, right? Yeah. I just want to know like what or who was just so bad that it literally made Warner Brothers desecrate their entire like universe over practically. I mean, I'm somebody that like, I'm with you guys. Like I was, I've been so invested in, in this Snyderverse said whether the movies were good or they were bad, I was invested. So in a way, mm -hmm. I want to see this because I guess either I get closure or the door is open for more. It's it's one of the two. But I mean, more than anything, <laughs> it's like I want some vindication with some of these characters. Like I yeah. was I almost went out of my theater when I saw Cavill's face in that mm -hmm. theatrical cut of Justice League. I don't ever walk out of a movie like I pay for that ticket. I'm staying for the movie. I felt like I was so disrespected as a fan. 
I don't know how you can do that to a character that's been around longer than Batman. And a studio executive thought it was okay to do that to Cavill. You could have pushed the movie an extra year, and I honestly think that they would have benefited for it. But now it's like, yeah, we got this Snyder thing, and then I can't even fully accept what they're doing with the movies now because this thing is still looming around in the background, and we yeah. still yeah. have no idea what's going to become of it. In a way, you know what? It, it it you guys talk about it. I for me, it's simple why they did what they did, and it's about the almighty dollar, and it was about yeah. the fact that these WB executives had these big bonuses, and this movie had to be released. They didn't care about us, the DC fans or anything. They didn't have a Kevin Feige who actually cares about the fans and cohesiveness and story and bringing people together. They just, that's why I get angry with WB. Um, I'm not, I'm not someone that I'm not petitioning against them or whatever, but those people, those people that were were in charge (laughs) did not care about the mainstream. So what they did is, I, I envisioned Zach showing him this three hour two fourteen right that was the the two fourteen yeah, yeah. and they were just like you know what the hell is this you know <laughs> it's dark it's dingy they're like we're just coming off BVS we just screwed David Iyer up and made him change his whole Suicide Squad you know, movie poor guy so they so poor what so he what they do is wrong. they bring in the Avengers guy they bring in Josh Whedon and they're like make the Avengers they're mm. like turn this into the Avengers and they mandate a silly two hour right? That it had to be two yeah. hours. Yeah. And all they were looking at is, is, is we were just saying like, we don't want to wait a year and a half to see the Batman, but those guys at WB were like, Oh, we're like eight months away from like our big million dollar bonus. Mm. So just Josh, clean it up. And you know, Josh, we, he, he is what he is, whether we like him, don't like yeah. him. You have to understand he had a very arduous task to take that movie over. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. everybody acts like he went there. I don't think he went to deliberately sabotage Zach. He just tried to make a movie in a two hour time frame that would make sense. That's why they caught all the arcs and the characters or whatnot. Yeah. He, you, you got to believe he didn't, he didn't like enjoy. I don't believe he enjoyed doing that, you know, and I'm not still, he is whatever people think about him is fine. So it comes down to the almighty dollar. And I'm like you, Robert, it really galls me because I said this before, I'm a lot older than you guys. So I'm not looking to rush time. Like I'm not looking to like, Oh, I can't wait two years from now. You know, like I don't look at things and, once you guys get to be a certain age, you'll feel that way too. You, it's not like you you can wait for stuff for no, your patient. Enjoy the now. It's mm-hmm. just a damn shame that this movie didn't come out yeah. when it was supposed to. Because right. like Rob so elo- eloquently said, we either would have moved on and we would have had maybe on our way to another Justice League, a reboot, you know, a few years from now, or it might've continued. But what the, all they did was stall time for us. Yeah. All they did was make us wait longer for our content. This is before COVID. I'm not even blaming COVID. No, right. no. You know, this has nothing to do with it, you know? And so, I look at the things that we lost. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go right ahead, Rob. I, yeah. I look at the things that we lost. Like, we didn't get Ben Affleck's Batman out mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. And, I mean, once the reports came out of, like, oh, what it what it might have been or could have been or whatever, uh, I still think it – it would have been probably a great Batman, probably one of the better Batman films yeah. that that we would have seen. Batman doing something different. I don't want to, you know, kind of poo-poo on uh, the Batman that's coming out, but I'm like, I don't want to go back to the beginning again yeah. and have to watch a guy start through. Like, we've never really gotten a Batman in his prime with yeah. his family doing his Batman yeah. thing. He's yep. either at the beginning or at the end or wants to retire and cry 
about you know the girl that happened to die in an explosion yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> my, my batman does not sit and quit and pee in mason jars in his room that's right Sorry. that's definitely right <laughs> no you're so right dude <laughs> so rob i'm curious do you were you somebody that wanted the uh the forced apart series or what we're going to get in the, in the four hour, does it even matter to you? <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Um, at, at first I'm now I'm, I'm double speaking. At first I was like, just release it as a whole thing. And the more of it time went, I'm like, Ooh, it's going to be episodic. It's going to be cliffhanger. So now that we got yeah. four out the four hour of film, I'm like, well, why, where's the, where's the four, one hour. You know? <laughs> so I, I can see, like history kind of repeating itself where the Warner brother execs are like, well, if they don't like part one, the people aren't going to tune in, they're going to cancel their yeah. subscription. So let's just put it out yeah. as a whole. They, I don't think they want the gamble. Like they had to put a butt ton of money into this thing. And then if it doesn't pay off. So if everybody buys HBO max, even for that one viewing, they're going to get all that money and all in one shot rather than a slow decline. But I'm like, if it's good, I think word of mouth is going to spread and, you know, I, I I'm torn. I, and I heard somebody, um, I won't mention anybody's name, but they're like, well, I'm not going to even watch a four hour film, but I'm like, but you'll sit on your couch and watch eight hours of TV. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's one of those like, that, yeah. That's hot. That's hogwash. That's a, that's a poor excuse because I, first of all, everyone's going to watch this thing. Yes. There's going to be a lot of haters. There's going to be the haters are going to watch it. Just oh, yeah. pick it oh, apart yeah. frame by frame. So Rob, I agree with you. Um, you know, we could sit and watch. And again, you could, they could argue that they're not interested in the content. They don't want right. to sit for hours. But I'm telling you right now that people are going to watch this, right? I mean, and what especially, you, especially yeah. in, a, in a time frame where we're all starving for content yep. and there yep. is something new and something we didn't get to see, that's going to drive people to want to watch and go, what, what is this Snyder cut that I've been hearing about for four years? Yeah. That it's, it? that it's finally, what is it? people are going to tune in no more than just to see what all the fuss was about. I agree. What, what did you think about the Leto Joker photo? <laughs> I thought that was cool. And <laughs> a little bit, I was like, are you Leto pot, pot shots? Yeah. But pot shots, <laughs> the, the, the wrong word. I'm like, that's kind of like the first photo we saw of Heath, Heath Ledger. You know, you got yeah. that, that blurry little, that image. So I, it's, it's cool. Um, I'm excited to see him again. Cause I also think that was, that wasn't my favorite look of the Joker. Like, okay. The, the grill I could get, but having the damage and some of the tats, I was like, nah, okay. But once he got into the performance, I'm like, this is a Joker. Like we've never seen before. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see how he's going to fit into, into this film. Did I, I, I want to get your guys' all thoughts on this. I didn't, I'm a fast scroller on Twitter. So when I saw it, I just, I, just, I just clicked on the picture and I didn't see the Vero from Zach or that it was Zach's Twitter. Mm. I originally said, is Joaquin getting a sequel? <laughs> it like and then I too. looked, yeah. and I saw that yeah. it was Snyder. I'm like, okay, so yeah. they are doing the long hair thing. But then I'm like, I like kept going, like leaning back from the phone and I'm like, that also looks like Phoenix <laughs> Joker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I had yeah. to, I even tweeted out. I'm like, yo, I had to look at this three times to be like, oh, this is Leto in Zack Snyder's Justice League from his Vero account. This is not Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. I Joker agree. to Rise of the Card, Rise of the Wings, <laughs> something like that. And yeah. then we get the cool shot. And I know, Rob, is, is, is Ben Affleck your favorite live screen, Batman? Yeah. I love yeah. you. Same. And, and, <laughs> 
hands down. I mean, I, yeah. I've got enough stuff around here. Same, same minus. Did what'd you think of the the photo of the new one of him in the nightmare sequence down the long the, the hall? I was hallway. like, and I love the whole trench coat yeah. look of that Batman. That like a that Batman's been through some crap already. Yeah. That now this Batman has even gone through more crap. I just thought it was a cool look. And mm-hmm. what what else must be down that hall? And it's probably something where it's just a scene of him turning a corner. I'm like, oh, that's right. it. That's all that photo was. But I was joking yeah, was cool. on 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 the straight out of Gotham live stream in the comments because I wasn't on it. I said he's looking down the hall at his HBO Max series that's coming. <laughs> he's looking, he's walking towards the series that we're gonna get announced on the 20th of March. And you know, that's the funny thing. People going they're never going to put any money into this film. All the fanboys need to forget it. And then you know, it's not a real thing. And then we find out it's done and then it's finished. People are going, that's it. This is it. There's not going to be any more. I'm like, you can say that, but if it does well, somebody at Warner brothers is going to go. So Zach, uh, what would you do with part two? Uh, yeah. Ben, what, what's it going to take for you to do, you know, your, your Batman thing, if it does well, and we're all talking about money from Warner brothers. Like we yeah. got to get our bonus, but if they realize they can get a bigger bonus and people tuned in to watch this thing and it's received well, there's, there's no way they're not going to try and at least spin off somewhere. I mean, Ezra Miller's flash is coming out of this into his own own film. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the universe spawned uh gal. It's spawned yeah. wonder woman. It spawned uh Jason. Yeah. Um, you're so right with it. You know, I think too many people think they know the future and they try to pretend like that they have some insight or whatever, but I have, I have no idea. Like I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to lead to anything else that, and it might but, not. but if it's that big, you know, like people want to tell you, well, Ben Affleck, he doesn't want to play Batman anymore. He probably doesn't right at this point. Mm-mm. If we called him up right now and said, Hey Ben, how you doing? Would you like? He's probably like, no. But if this thing comes out and it's it's really well done and it it drove the subscription stuff up for HBO Max, you're going to tell me he may never entertain the idea ever of possibly right. doing it. And if Zach called him up and said, hey, listen, they, they do want to do it too. You don't think that he can get the majority of that cast together or even some new people and introduce some new characters like maybe a Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. Or... So I just think everyone's got to stop with the... Um, Oh no, this is definitely it. It's a one and done. It's never going to happen. We don't know. None of us know what's going to happen. How, do, how does any of us know? Right. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. Zeddy thoughts. Oh man. Um, so this is what I kind of wanted to kind of ask everybody here is like, is there one like particular character that you're really just like excited to see more of or curious? Like, is it steppy? Is it uh, you know, the spiky guy? I uh, don't even yeah don't even know what's called at this point. Is it Flash? Is it Wonder Woman? Because for me, it's it's always the that that big boy blue. It's Superman because there was something so wrong with with in that original cut, and it was arguably like his future is still in limbo. His big screen future is still in limbo. He's the mm-hmm. one character that I would argue suffered the most out of this, and this is what I think is going to be so important because this may be the last I see of a live action Superman. For still a very long time, so my future, <laughs> I guess my my uh, my investment in Superman relies on this film, on the reception of this film. And I mean, look, Batfleck is what it is. I get to see him kind of go out on his own terms. He's going to be in the Flash, so it's gonna it's gonna be a better way to kind of end him. I mean, Wonder Woman's going to be darker in this 
movie apparently flash is better aquaman's better so i mean but how like what's like wh- where are you guys at on that rob take it away yeah Rob, what do you think oh i don't even know where to start i was hoping you were gonna go to me last uh no i pregnant pause bad bad for audio um <laughs> A character, I, I want to know more of the how. We got that brief moment in BVS where Bruce is going to go off to go investigate Lex Luthor and he stops at the Robin case and he looks up at it. And I want to go, how did how did we get here? So mm-hmm. supposedly, because it's on the internet, so it's got to be true, that we're going to find out kind of either an exposition, what happened. It sucks that I think it's actually Dick Grayson, but yeah. right, yeah. whatever. Um, what happened to to Robin in in some way. But I'm wanting to see, I'm kind of with you, like where Superman is. Yeah, there's going to be the Lois and Clark or the Smallville, whatever that that show is on CW. So mm-hmm. Superman's going to be out there. But as far as big screen, like you said, I, there was more Superman, I think, w- should have been in there where we go, okay, that feels like that Superman. Um, I did really like Ray Fisher's Cyborg with everything that's that's going yeah. on. I still kind of wanted to see where his through line is and apparently uh, diana has more things to do aquaman's the one where i'm like how much more of him is there so i think my top two would be uh superman and uh and, and batman i think is to figure out like what where they are in, in this yeah that's fair you know nick i i say this all the time but i do think that some people might be more happy with the Superman you got in the theatrical cut, then you're going to get in this cut only because yeah. I've heard Zach say himself that you don't get to that. Um, Superman doesn't finish his arc in this film. Which that, was supposed to ha- that was supposed yeah. to happen in the future. So mm-hmm. I'm not expecting, I'm, I'm expecting to be wowed by, by Henry. And I think there's going to be some great scenes and I, and I do think it'll be satisfying, but I don't think it's going to yeah. go quite to the level that people do. I think for me, um, I know Ben's going to get vindicated because he's not going to have those cheesy, goofy lines that he says in the theatrical cut. (laughs) For me, it's the flash because I think that Zach's going to handle the flash a lot differently than Whedon did. And I think it'll be a much more, it'll be a character that we're going to care about more. He's not just there for uh, comedic relief. He's not there. I don't think, I don't think he'll be such a newcomer or portray himself as, as that much of a newcomer. And I do think we'll get a little bit more of his backstory. We see the scene with Iris where he saves her. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I'm, I'm really excited because the reason is I want to like the flash. The flash is one of my favorite characters and, and certainly I'm interested in flashpoint, but I'm not completely sold on Ezra as the flash from what I saw in justice league. Yeah. So I need to be convinced a little bit more so that I could be a little bit more enthusiastic about him in flashpoint. I'm already excited about Ben and um, Michael Keaton being in there Mm -hmm. and the possibilities, but that's what Jason to me is he's already done. He's already made a billion dollars for this movie. (laughs) Right. He's got the sequel. Gal's gal's the champion. She's the queen. And yeah, Ray Fisher, we've been told time and time again that he's the heart of this movie. So I do think, so I'm already expecting that I'm going to like a lot more of Ray and and love what he Mm -hmm. did. But the Flash is the one to me that's got to win me over because he's my one of my favorite characters. True. Yeah, for me the biggest one is 
it is cyborg to me because of what we were told his arc is supposed to be with all we've seen from him in the trailers that we legitimately never saw. I think it's going to be emotional. I think he also gives what it it sounds like is he gives a damn good performance too. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, in light of everything that's going on, I'm really excited to see his story finally get told because you're right. Everyone else, Aquaman got his film, Gal got her sequel. Affleck was kind of done. I know Cavill's in limbo, but Ezra's still getting the Flashpoint movie, which a lot of these people are in, and Ray's not going to be in that. So Here's a, I no, really like not. this for, he, for Star Wars. Oh, no, you never know. Uh, uh, okay. Warner Brothers, pretty. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's well, don't, don't you think Warner Brothers is going to change their mind? And he's not. If Hamada's there, oh. he will do it. So I would not. I would not. I till this movie comes out and we see what it does and where it goes. I don't believe that that stuff is 100% accurate. But. Fair, but I am really excited just to see my boy, Benjamin Affleck again. <laughs> I'm just oh, excited yeah. to see yeah. him again. You know, oh yeah. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. I mean, I saw yeah. the theatrical version of justice league twice. I saw it once standard and once in 3d. So even the glaring problems and the warts and all, I still walked out of it and went, I had a good time with it. It's, Oh, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. It's, it's okay, but it is not the bill of sale that we were promised. No. So the whole way through the movie, like I actually really like the opening sequence, you know, Batman on the guard. Yeah, on the roof. Yeah. I like that. It's incredible. Like that. Yeah. Oh, the, there was a couple of times where he's talking to Alfred is Alfred. What is that? I'm like, you would not say Alfred out loud with somebody being, yeah, you, he would never say that. That's absolutely it's right. Exploding right. penguins. But just just to see Ben, <laughs> I, I just want him to punch something right in the face. And anyway, yeah, Slade. So, you, guys, oh. you guys ever get the feeling? <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. Uh, you no, know, like the other thing that we said we were excited about, Dark Side. I yeah, cannot oh, yeah, wait yeah, to Dark see Dark Side. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh good lord, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got you- taken by a uh, trailer thinking it was a a new trailer and i was like oh this is amazing then i saw like video game footage i'm like ah, but yeah dark side I, I i can't wait to hear his voice yeah. and then the other thing the bvs score was so good oh, yeah. i can't wait to hear junkie xl's oh, and, yeah. so, and then absolutely. hear hear all of those themes yeah. get to be played one more time yeah it's a haunting theme don't you guys think like maybe I'm crazy, but like if we could ever get in a room with Ben Affleck, don't you ever think we could convince him that, he, that he's got to continue to play Batman? Look, look at this hot toy that I have. I mean, yeah, I look at this. Figure, ben, like, he moves around. Yeah. Ben, think he, about what your kids want, Ben. <laughs> the best yeah. of any actor so far. You look like Batman. Oh god, um, still gonna have the most appearances yeah. in a Batman. Yeah, yeah. As that, as that Batman, is, I should say. Here's what here's what I'll say too is, in addition to Dark Side, I know some people won't be. Um, cause this was, I think the losing point for a lot of people yeah. when BVS came out, I'm down for whatever the hell that nightmare sequence is. Yeah. I don't care yeah. with the team. It sounds like being, you know, yeah. you know, being flash Batman, half cyborg, possibly Joker Slade and Mira. Like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm in for whatever that team mm-hmm. is going to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a 30 second scene, I, I think that's cool. The nightmare sequence I always thought was cool. I get why people don't like it. I get Maybe you didn't need to have Batman snap someone's neck or shoot guns. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. But just the the time, the context of thinking what the world is at that point and putting three sort two sort of villains with three living members of the Justice League and then you know someone from Atlantis and Mara. I think that's just cool. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and I'm down for it to end on a cliffhanger with we've sort of I've we've I've heard some of what that scene might be and the couple scenarios I've heard if they end up being true I think a lot of people would dislike them I think they'll be awesome but that's just you me. can't say you know, I know no no, no no I can't say I'll tell okay. when when we okay. wrap up if Rob wants to know I'll tell him well it's um, it's well, we got two four-minute sequences, right? Yeah, two four. Yeah. Hey, real quick, how does everybody feel about the Martian Manhunter if he was here all the time? Oh, style, no. And get Justin help. Kowalski on. No, 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 no. Where's Justin? <laughs> but it's <laughs> Justin. It is, someone call. Him. It is a fair question though, because I haven't really come to terms with how to. It, it's it's almost like the Captain Marvel thing in the Avengers, where but she did say she was on other worlds, but. You know, Fury allows all that carnage and all that yeah, destruction on, to happen, man. and he's got this powerful being that he can't call out to. So, you know, but once again, it's not—it's just not a question that Marvel gets away with it, and we won't. But I will be interested to see because nobody talked about that. We forgot to talk about the poster he showed with Cyborg in full body armor, where Martian Manhunter says, "There's a war coming." Yeah, there's a war. What did you think about that, Rob? Actually, I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to check yeah. it out. It's just it just shows Martian Manhunter's name, and underneath it, he says, "There's a war coming," and it looks like rays flying. It's it's the shot in the trailer where in the first trailer where Cy- Cyborg is flying, and it's like a helmet. Oh, the helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I don't. How do you feel? You don't, don't care. Ca- you don't care. I don't care. Right? care. Yeah. Um, to me, it's it's comics. It, he yeah. didn't. It's comics, he, yeah. he didn't do anything. Be- because reasons or you can go he was so afraid to out himself he's in hiding if he goes out like if if they're coming after superman like this what in the world are they going to do to me so i'm just going to stay right here and be hidden or or martian manhunter hasn't come until now and he just takes on the form of of um henry lennox or whatever he just does it now and then he knows he can get close by talking to lois he can figure out who this clark kent is so he goes I mean, you think he is the uh, the Dreamstone? What is it from Wonder Woman '84? Oh, the, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a bad joke. The <laughs> stone. Steve I Trevor. thought you were going. Yeah, Steve Trevor. It's like no. Steve he, Trevor. He has, he has one regret. Yes. Regret that I didn't save humanity and let there you go. Man, and here's yeah. my backup. Here's my backup. Rob to to sort of move forward, just because I, I I love your thoughts on everything DC here. Besides the Snyder Cut, and we've already talked about the Batman a little bit. What upcoming thing on their slate are you most excited for in terms of the dc films coming out probably flashpoint i mean mm-hmm. again it's it's rooted in this universe that i've yep. started with man of steel then we get to bvs like building their own universe which i i think is good where it's argumentative if it was the best way to start with the justice league and branch sure. out to the solo films mm-hmm. yada yada but it there was a cohesive universe like reading the comic books just like we were talking about chuck dixon all these stories are combining you can tell your separate solo and you bring them back for the team thing mm. so getting to see like i'm excited to see keaton again but at the same time i'm like we, we've moved on from that i'm i i don't know but i'm i'm excited about that um the possibility like how they're going to do aquaman 2 mm-hmm. um so i think that's what i'm probably most excited about is i mean it sounds bad to say like yeah i'm excited about the batman but that's that's like me and james bond like am i ever going to see this james bond film am am i ever going to see i mean 
And it's one of those, I'm not getting really excited about much into the future because everything's in limbo. Like we're making all these movies, but nobody wants to show them anywhere. So I'm like, mm. so why are we going out of our way to film a whole bunch of stuff and hold on to it? And people are like, you know, waiting for the theaters to open, like just get it out, get just it out that. there. You yeah. know, I'm sorry the theaters aren't open, but let your creative vision continue to keep going in, in a new format. Everybody wants to talk about new and moving on. The, the theater experience couldn't may never come back. Find find a new way to do all these yeah. things. TV shows are doing it. So exactly. Exactly. How about you? Is is yours flashpoint still or yeah, is I mean Black Adam? No, 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 no. No. For, from yeah, I mean it's very clearly flashpoint just because for the obvious reasons, but how it's going to open up the multiverse. And unfortunately, Marvel's going to do the multiverse first. Right. Once again, they beat DC to the punch. I'm going to just be interested in how they try to tie all these things together, who they, who they bring back, who cameos, and then what springs forward out of this. Because it sounds like a great idea at Fandom. I mean, it was really exciting. And now that, you know, Marvel kind of jumped the gun here with Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, it's going to be it's in WandaVision, right? And how great they're doing it on WandaVision so far. With it's going to be very interesting to see here if by the time DC gets to it, is it a concept that the mainstream is going to be like, oh, we've seen this already? Because I know we're we're like in the minority. Oh, it doesn't matter for us, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm really interested to see how that all plays out. And then probably yeah, Black Adam, just because of the Justice Society. I'm a big yeah. ASA guy. And Same just, here. Just by the fact that they're actually going to be on the big screen, you know, Rob. I mean, Doctor Fate, Hawkman, like one love of my me some Doctor Fate, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just I couldn't be more thrilled that that's happening. Is that a, is, is yours? Obviously, it's got to be. I was going to say, do I have to pick something other? This is the Batman. The Batman. Um, so I have I have a one in one eight on. If it's not, if I if I got to take the Batman out of here, uh, it's got to be Flashpoint because it's. I know we've had the Flash TV show, but I kind of have a lot of qualms with like the presentation of that character. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like we've never had a live action Flash film. I mean, it's crazy yeah. to think that we've never had one. But I mean, I like the prospect of Keaton and maybe more coming back only because it's like if Keaton's received well, I mean, there's all this talk of like there could be like a Batgirl Beyond or a Nightwing Beyond. And mm -hmm. anybody that knows me knows I want my Beyond. You guys know that. <laughs> uh, so. My other one is really Black Adam. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, the Justice Society of America just really intrigues me. Like, everything you guys decide, Hawkman, mm -hmm. Dr. Fate. I mean, come on. Dr. Fate was incredible in Smallville. With, I mean, just think what they could yeah. do with him on a bigger scale. Yeah. So, and I want Black Adam to succeed because, honestly, guys, if that succeeds and Shazam 2 succeeds, I think it's the closest thing I'll get to seeing Cavill back for a Shazam 3 or, yeah. or a Black Adam 2 with that yeah. Shazam, Black Adam, and Superman. Oof battle that i think they're building to so that's kind of where, where my head's at i think i still think cavill's gonna end up in flashpoint at some point but that's just me um for me it's mainly suicide squad at the moment um oh, I'm i, for, I really, forgot about that yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. really down for suicide squad well it's one. not done yet so you know he said it is okay he said <laughs> they just finished it um so i'm i'm excited to there just see something from it um it's the most it's in the near future too, but um, after finishing Ostrander's run and then really just from the one issue of future state suicide squad, I, I'm 
all ready for the weirdness, the wildness and the craziness. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big Harley guy as Margot Robbie. So I'm looking to see her. It looks like she's going to be the most Harley she's ever been in terms of her costume, her look. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, it's such a cool cast. There's so many people. Yeah. I, each of James Gunn's two MCU installments, both guardians are in my top 10 MCU films. The first one is in like my top three or four. Um, He said, they came to him and said, if you could do any film, who would you do? It's yours. And he picked them. And then he said his favorite character to write was Harley. And he feels like he did her justice. So I'm really down for suicide squad, but then to kind of echo you all three men, it's, it's flashpoint too. Cause it might be the most ridiculous thing ever, but at least it, yeah. it'll be a DC fan's <laughs> yeah. dream. Hopefully, right. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to get a little, little bit of uh, a little bit of everything. So yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Zeddy, yeah. anything else? Yeah, I just want to echo your point on the Suicide Squad, too, because I don't know, did you, and maybe I just, it went over my head, but also, like, the Peacemaker show yeah, it's probably yeah. going to be, like, the next closest thing that we get, either before or after the Suicide Squad. So, I mean, we're going to be working on it right now. Yeah, it's yeah. filming right now. So, I mean, we're potentially looking at this may even be, like, a fall or winter release, maybe. Johnson. So, even if the Batman Johnson. moves, you know, we still might, still might get a little DC content. Who so. would have thought? That John Cena was going to lead a DC-centric HBO Max show like two years ago, if you would have told me that. And going back to Marvel for a second, like I remember going to the theater to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and my wife's like, "What's so? What's this about?" Like I'm, I'm the comic guy, you know, mm-hmm. in, in my family. So everybody's asking. I'm like, I don't know. It's a tree and a squirrel. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a tree. I, I have no yeah. idea. And I was almost like. The trailers looked good. I walked out of that going, holy crap, you made me care about something that I yeah. had had no idea what it is. So when Gunn yep. picks this, I'm like, sign me up. I will yeah. go to the front of a line for this film. Just yeah. because like, if he can do that with Guardians about characters that I had no knowledge of, mm-hmm. going into Suicide Squad where there's a decent amount, I know when you pulled out Peacemaker, I was like, oh, okay, uh, popcorn, please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And like King Shark. Live action. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> and my only King Shark right now is from the Flash. Uh, uh, no, it's from uh, the yeah. Harley Quinn show. That's a great yeah. show. Yeah. Talk about a really fun the humor on that show is Did that some get of the up? smartest. Is there gonna humor? be another season? I think there's gonna be a third, or they're hoping it gets a okay. third, but mm-hmm. it's good. That's a funny show. I, yeah, I, I wish HBO and Max would start announcing some series though. Yeah, um, I you know like I, filming some yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly, Nick, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, where is Green Lantern? Where is the Gotham spinoff show? Where is um? And I keep saying this. I know they've announced all these things, but we forget on the first day of HBO Max, they also announced Strange Adventures. No one has even talked about that yeah. since. That's, oh, that's yeah. an awesome concept for an HBO yeah. Max show. Strange Adventures. Yeah. Adam yep. Strange. The things you can do with the DC lore. And yet, I know people still talk about Green Lantern, but everyone forgot about Strange Adventures. Yeah. That that yeah. must not be a thing. And then, and then Justice League Dark is too, right? Yeah. They, I mean, that, that, yeah. that was yeah. never really completely announced, but it was, you know, so yeah. we'll see. I mean, once again, guys, uh, it's a great age to be alive right now with this stuff because of the streaming services. I just think that, you know, you look, Rob, and I mean, like Tim Drake, the possibility of him uh, being in a live action movie, we're going to have to wait long, long time to, to see but- that. I get him on screen. Like I was just hoping I would get another animated thing. Like, all right, I got the Arkham games, get Mm -hmm. to play around with Tim Drake and, 
you know, Batman the Animated Series. I'm like, all right, that's my last. Yeah, Bob, uh, I was actually going to transition to that. So how do you, real quick, how do you feel about uh, the possibility of like a sequel to Batman the Animated Series or a prequel? I mean, yeah. how do you feel about that? Yeah, I I would like a... I would like a sequel in the sense of like, don't go Batman Beyond. I'm on the opposite side with Batman Beyond. I'm kind of like, mm. I only read Batman Beyond because Tim Drake was Batman Beyond for like 30 seconds. But give give me some some more in that in that latter that latter time. Like, change it a little bit where maybe he gets to be Red Robin and you bring Damien yeah. in or or yeah. something like yeah. that. And Batman yep. Beyond is still ways you know ways out in the future. You can kind of like so that'd be kind of cool to see or just a it's like from the creators of Batman, the animated series, it's still that same team, but it's a, it's a new thing using some of those characters. Like it's, yeah. mm -hmm. it's a, it's a sequel in name only. And so I, it, it's going to be interesting to see if, and when they do something like that. So I have a quick to, to sort of wrap up here. I have, I have a quick story. Rob, have, have you ever seen a return of the Joker where Tim Drake's the Joker? No. Oh no. Okay. And you refuse to, right? No, that's a hard And you refuse no. yeah, to, right? Yeah. Which, which, which that's a hard pass. If yeah. I was as diehard of Tim Drake as of a Tim Drake fan as you, I would probably yeah. agree. But I you'll mean, laugh. Have you, I, have I yeah. seen the scene? Yes. I, I've, yeah. I've seen it. And it like, it broke my heart as a, as a fan of the character. Like that's what you yeah. choose to do to the character. To me, yeah. that's like, that's where Jason should have fit in. And it was there like yeah. that version of Tim Drake was always an amalgamation of Jason and Tim yeah you know, absolutely so right. it, it was kind of skirted that line but i think it to be perfectly honest that is my sticking point why i don't like bruce wayne is always batman like you can have yeah. some of these other people in um i didn't jump on future state just because because of that like we're doing this batman because i'm like no like bruce wayne is batman if it's for a, a minute like nightfall was like we're going to give you the dark and brooding batman and show mm -hmm. you why yeah. that's not the batman that is needed it's bruce wayne then mm -hmm. i'm i'm fine going down that road to come back and go to bruce wayne but i feel like every time we're going down this road of like we got to replace bruce we got to replace bruce i'm like i've been there i've yeah I, i've done that so i don't know if i answered your question i just went you off did. on a tangent you did you didn't know we love tangents here i, I was just yeah. say so i was gonna wrap up on a quick story i asked if you've seen it because i know these two have but so i was with um i have a five-year-old client i was working with on Thursday. And he usually, um, his dad's a big comic book fan. So he'll come in with like his toys and everything. And he's DC leaning. So it's always, it's always DC. So they always ask me questions of like deep cut characters. Like, uh, they had like an Adam strange one and asked who that was blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he starts telling me a story. He goes, and this isn't to poke fun, but <laughs> to hear this from a five-year-old when to hear what I'm about to tell you from a five-year-old completely throws all the R rating debates out the door. Just right. cause it's, it's, it's funny. I'm not, I'm not condoning one way right. or the other. I'm just telling right. one story one time. So he goes to me. So did you know that, that Robin killed the Joker and becomes the Joker? And I go, what? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, the Joker kidnapped Robin and he, he screwed up his brain and he made him really crazy. And then when they try to save him, he kills the Joker. And I look at his dad and I go, 
is he talking about Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? <laughs> and his dad goes, yeah, he found our HBO Max login. <laughs> and has been streaming, has been streaming all the anime see stuff and I've been letting him do it because a lot of it's harmless. He goes, but then I came in and oh. saw he was watching Return of the Joker. And I go, how did, how did he, because then I'm thinking, well, which version did he see? And I go, it's gotta be the unrated one. His yeah. name, I can't say his name. I go, yeah. So what happened was he knocked the Joker into the into the electric thing, right? And he goes, no, no, no. He shot him with that gun. And I go, oh my god, he saw the uncut one. He saw the uncut one. I said he saw the uncut one. And he's like, I started watching it with them. It was cool. So. I'm not saying that you can let kids watch or whatever, but that was just right. a funny story because of all the questions he ever asked me. It was yeah, so service level. He obscure. was giving me a five-year-old was giving me the plot of Batman Beyond <laughs> Return of the Joker. That was incredible. That's incredible. It was hilarious. Yeah, it, was uh, it was priceless. Oh, was man. Priceless. Um, last thing I want to ask you, Rob, before we wrap up is I know you, I'm, I'm not sure what you've checked out in future state, but Zedney is reading Robin Eternal, which is Tim, right? Have yeah, you checked yeah, that out? Or? I've got it. So long story short, I don't actually have a comic shop. The guy that used to our shop closed the guy that, and it wasn't even a comic shop. It was a, a romance novel shop oh, and in the back, like you would read your romance novels. My grandmother start, took me to the store for, sorry for the long little tangent here. No, took, keep going. Uh, took like her old romance novels, went into the store and it was kind of like a uh, GameStop. Yeah. She played her game, read her book, and then somebody else did the same thing. So would go buy you know, a used book and go and read it. So I would sit in the car with her. And one day I saw the DC bullet on the window. I'm like, huh, I never went in the store. So she came out and I was like, grandma, there, is that a DC sign? She goes, yeah, there's comics on the back wall. I'm like, why weren't you taking me? So, <laughs> so fast forwarding, you know, for the next 20 some odd years, that was my comic book shop at a place called the book nook, the old woman that was running it um, had her health had, started declining so they closed the store so mm -hmm. there was a guy that ran the comic book end of it and decided to get a diamond distributors license he teaches gymnastics so in his gym it's basically a pull list you go through the previews magazine you say okay i want batman mm -hmm. spider-man catwoman he puts the order in calls wow. you says hey books are in so long story even longer he had to change because <laughs> of all the distributing things he's yeah, actually getting cool. books from a place in phoenix arizona and our shipping, instead of it being weekly now, is every other week. And to get into this transition, there was a two-month lag. So I haven't yeah. got oh, any man. books in two months oh, until man. yesterday. So I just got Robin Eternal number one. Okay. So that tells you it's going to be wow. a month or two to start reading books. So it's fine because wow. I got a pile this tall of stuff I'm behind well, on. So That's cool yeah. That, yeah. that you have a lot to catch up on. But yeah, but yeah I've got story, though. Yeah, I've got yeah, Robin Eternal, crazy. Robin Eternal one. I love Eddie Barrow's art. So once I saw that he was doing that, I'm like, all right, that's that's cool. So that, that is the only future state book that I picked up. I have no other ones because awesome. I just I can, awesome. Can I ask you guys one quick question? Coming out of future state, um, we know Damien's getting a book, right? Yeah. And yeah. then is there anything with Tim? What is Tim in? Not at the at least not the moment that I've read okay. or heard. There's a speculation that maybe he's read X, which I I hope it. I hope that's yeah, not the case. Okay. Yeah, I hope yeah. that he and Stephanie are, are doing something that there's a okay. a version of the Titans or a Young Justice somewhere. Something somewhere. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Officially, know, he's not on the list anywhere. Yeah, because we're we're all excited about the Tom Taylor Nightwing. Obviously, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah Tim needs to be. Uh, 
they need to figure i mean because batman's getting like three more books too right right yeah i mean but of course that's i'm never going to complain about the uh, mm-hmm. the number of batman books he no. sells they're yeah. going to give it to us you know what's the one book is it like urban legend or yeah yeah. So I'm on that yeah. one and I'm on Batman black and white, which is a limited series. Sure. I'm still sure. on detective and Batman, but depending on how those go, will depend whether I keep or drop those. Where you keep or drop them. I gotcha. Yeah. I, gotcha. I, 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 I think Jason's getting a future state book that starts in May. Really? As, okay. as, as red hood. So that might be interesting too, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cause wow. they're continuing it. Right. I think they said that they added a, uh, is it three more months? Is that, is that what I thought I heard? I don't know if they're adding three more months or they're just adding titles to pick up in May. Okay. Not sure. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I think there's some ambiguity because they weren't expecting some, because I know uh, Yara Floor, the new Wonder Woman, um, her two books were outstanding, um, but she's also getting her own CW show. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. they wanted to keep hers going. I know they wanted to keep the Tim Fox Batman run going, but that's digital only for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starting in March. So I'm not sure. I think they were pleasantly surprised with some of the sales because the first couple of weeks, our guy was sold out. Yeah, we were sold out. If you didn't get it on that Wednesday or Thursday, you had to ask him to go get it. Like I I really wanted to get Swamp Thing Mm because I heard a few days later that it was great and they were sold out of it. So I had to get it uh, sent to me. So who knows? I think, uh, but with all the changes at AT AT&T, it might be weird with comics going forward still, but that's a whole different different (laughs) conversation. That was somebody call up Pete Vera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pete has his thoughts on that that he could talk an hour for. Shout out yeah. to Pierre, yeah. Italian, my guy. There um, you go. But dude, Rob, you are a legend. You are the man. Oh, thank dude, you so much, Rob. Thank you for coming yeah. on. I wish everyone could see. I took a small little photo I'll, I'll throw up on our fleet because we've never fleeted before if in, in case people don't know it's it's like the instagram twitter story i'm gonna okay. let people sort of see what you're rocking with oh no technology it, it's it's a dope outfit but so rob where can the people find you what should they do what should they listen to what should they buy what should they read give us all the thoughts Robin oh. Starter Pack 101. Do it. Robin Starter Pack 101. <laughs> uh, anything with Chuck Dixon's name on it, you cannot go wrong. There you go. Got it, 100. Man. That series went 183 issues, and Chuck Dixon wrote 100 of the 183 mm-hmm. issues. So can't go wrong there. Uh, you can find me on my normal Twitter for anything Kiss or drumming or Kiss. comics. I got to get you Kiss in there because the I'm obsessed with Kiss again. If you have listened to that, show yeah. go check that out but that was uh, a great show <laughs> drummer rob 10 you can find me on twitter uh, my two shows because i'm not original you have robin everyone loves a drake at eltd podcast all about tim drake basically going through the chron- chronology starting with batman year three and we're going straight through mm. as as long and as far as we can with a couple diverging topics here or there i think we had a bvs episode and after a yeah. while i'm like we're not that show so we don't do <laughs> yeah. We don't do topical stuff unless it actually involves Tim Drake. But anyway, uh, mm. the sister show to that is our Young Justice show. So that's Everyone Loves Young Justice. So my idea would be to have a trinity of Tim Drake shows. We'd have our solo show, the Young Justice show, and then a Teen Titan show. So you'd have Robin Colon, Everyone Loves, Everyone Loves, Everyone Loves. But, I love so awesome. Everyone Loves Young Justice. That's E-L-Y-J. Man, I need to get a better title. E-L-Y-J podcast. And that's with uh, my good buddy, Jay Yaws. And that's kind of on pause at the moment. Uh, He's working quite a bit of overtime. And that show is about once a month. And Terrence and Ryan are on Everyone Loves uh, the Drake. And we're bi-weekly for for the most part. And we just released episode 128 with the great Michael Bailey. He's on a two-parter. And we're right in the middle of Batman Legacy. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. 
I can't awesome, wait to man. pick up on that. I love the legacy stuff. Yep. If if you if you listen to the show, you are legally obligated to do everything that Rob said. As always, we don't make the rules. You just have to do it. You have That's to follow right. those. You have to check those shows out. And yep. we'll leave a link as well to our show where we did about the greatest rock band of all time, Kiss. Um, I think I'm going to start a group chat with us three where we could keep talking ab- about Kiss stuff mm. because Rob's been got he got some cool stuff. But, yeah. but I'm going to show yeah, you yeah. that. Later. Yeah. Show me he later. got he got some cool stuff. He got oh, that wow, Eric man. Singer that you guys can't. Yeah, see awesome. the cat man i love it but we'll get into that zeddy bring us home safe bring us um, home sir oh man we should probably do our plugs but we'll i was gonna go. say yeah once you guys do your... all right um you can you can follow me on twitter at papa z underscore 95 in somebody's favorite letterbox at the, at the same uh the same name so feel free to give that a follow all my film and tv reviews are over at uh let's go podcast.com i have news of the world coming up and then i just had one for the little things on hbo max so be on the lookout for that. And I do have a, a review for Robert Eternal actually on Let's Go Podcast.com. <laughs> and feel free to follow the uh, Marquee podcast called Let's Go Marquee, where Nico and I take a quote unquote marquee film or two. And uh, we discuss it. We, we just whipped the Golden Globes and SAGs oh, uh, <laughs> a few that days ago. Up. So if, if that you're, in a, if you're into that YouTube. kind of stuff, yeah. it was just an hour long rant. It was glorious. So feel free to give that a listen. And uh, Rob, I just want to thank you again, dude. Like, honestly, when I found out about your show, I mean, me being the passionate Robin fan that I am already, I mean, to find somebody that's more, if I mean, I was going to say equally, but you're definitely way more passionate about Robin. It means like, I remember when I first uh, listened to your episode, I think it was like, you might have did like Over the Edge, like from Batman the Animated Series. And I just, I was just like, blown away at just like how much like you love rob and you love tim drake so honestly i couldn't be more grateful that i discovered your show and i just look so much i look forward to just listening for years Thanks on so i i really a, appreciate that that means a lot yeah. and I, I know i've said it to a couple of you already it everything with the pandemic if there's one thing that i can be thankful for is meeting a group of individuals and like scrolling through twitter and be like vigilante what's this about and i and i can't remember what the episode number was, but when you guys were talking about, I think Justice League that you never talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, I was <laughs> I was driving, and it was right when Three Jokers was coming out, and I drove like forty five minutes out of my way to get Three Jokers because they didn't have a comic shop, mm-hmm. and the guy the books weren't coming in. I'm like, I'm gonna buy one of the variant covers. I listened to that episode all the way there, and then just started going backwards and binging like, this is a freaking great show, you know. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so. Thank you so and I'm much. I'm not just saying that just because yeah. it's yeah. just you guys have a quality product. So anytime Thank I see you guys post something up, I'm tweeting and and. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, we love it. We, we thank you, thank you so much. Nice person, man. Absolutely, you are the man. I can't follow that. All right, I, I can't even follow that up. You can follow me at and I K K O C A R U S O. That's at Nico Caruso on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and somebody else's favorite letterbox as well as Nick said. If you don't want to follow his, follow mine. Yes, we have uh, Zenik and I have uh, a show coming up on YouTube where we uh torch the golden globes and the sags because they did do some great things but they did <laughs> poor things so you can find that at youtube.com slash let's go podcast um my film and tv re- reviews are there as well i'm reviewing uh wandavision and i have my review for judas and the black messiah coming out we saw it at sundance it comes out friday on uh in theaters and hbo max and then um i forget is there anything else no dad how no. are you good just counting down three one eight twenty one <laughs> Three one eight twenty one. No, 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 you're gonna be on. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. What gosh. is it? Right. Oh my gosh. We will know a few things. We are yeah. so bad at the closings. We we yeah. We need to hire someone to write a script. 
Uh, Monday, we will be recording another special episode of the Vigilante 1939. We have Sean O'Connell from Cinema Blend mm, uh, nice. to talk about his work. Um, he wrote something on the Snyder Cut, the links on Amazon. That book comes out March 1st, but you can yeah. pre-order now. He basically has followed the, the journey from the, the start and he highlights that all in his book. We got to read it. So we'll be talking to him about that to try yeah. to generate a little bit of hype. Mm-hmm. Um, for our community for his book so that's monday and then you're going to be on a special show that emmett davis i i don't know if he's announced it yet i don't know um I'm not sure what my is. dad on because i <laughs> you probably don't I, you he'll know probably that. announce it by the time this goes up I on think it's okay. wednesday my dad will be on a new show from let's go called let's go get to know you where mm-hmm. emmett davis interviews someone about how they got into comics and in this world of fandom etc and you're the first guest dad so that's, that's awesome. wow look nice. at that. i didn't I nice. didn't really understand that, so that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't un- no. understand that, but you talked to the guy. <laughs> no, but just, I didn't know what it's about, really. He's oh, just, yeah, you no. know what? Yeah. Then I spoiled it for you. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, that's well, good. Yeah. he's going to ask you about your life. That's good. Which is great. All go. right. Does that make somehow get us out of this hole? Yeah, thing? well, I mean, as I already said, you know, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Vigilante1939. Feel free to go. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes as well. It really does help the show give uh, give us a lot of buzz. Do the same for Rob's two shows as well. And if you don't, I will find a way to find out. And if I find out <laughs> that you didn't do those things, so help me God. I'm just kidding. We'll find um, yeah. Yes, but uh, but yeah, and let us know how you guys feel about Ebony. We talked about a lot of exciting things are coming up. Uh, it's gonna be the it's gonna be a crazy two months, but we're hyped and we're ready for it. So uh, you guys wanted the best. And you, yes. that's who you got in this podcast. <laughs> so there you go. I feel like I feel like that's a great way to put a bow on this one. So uh, my name's Nick Zenick for Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso Sr. And Rob Myers. It's Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. <laughs>